Hey besties, welcome back to another episode of Sunshine and Rainbows Podcast, a space where we chat about moments when life isn't. I'm your host, Manda, and I cannot wait to get into this important conversation with our next guest, Kaylee. This conversation was one that definitely needed to be expanded upon. We've chatted about the challenges of truly having a work-life balance and why prioritizing your mental health really is key. You won't want to miss this, so let's get started. Hi, I'm back. I have another surprise for you. Sunshine and Rainbows just launched a merch line in partnership with my personal brand, That Manda Girl. We launched it this past week and it is selling fast. If you join my email list and have become a patron already, you actually got early access. But if not, head to the show notes for the link to shop. It will only be up until the end of September. So grab yours while it lasts. Oh my goodness, Kaylee, thank you so much for reaching out and wanting to come on my podcast and always just being such a big supporter of literally everything I do. Oh yes, I love you. <laughs> yes, well I love you too, the feeling's mutual. Cool. So for anyone who does not know Kaylee, Kaylee and I actually met, what is it, two and a half years ago now? Something she, like that. She like, messaged well, me on Instagram great. while I was working with Killer Whales and asked for my secret Jello recipe. Oh my God. Yes, I remember yes. that. <laughs> and that is how our friendship started. And from there, it just like exploded. And I actually got the chance to meet her in real life this past April on my trip to Arizona. And my whole family yeah. met her and they were just astounded that we didn't like go to college together or something. They were like, no, but you knew each other in college. You did an internship together. And I was like, nope, met her on the internet. Like, <laughs> I feel like the internet is the best way to make friends, seriously. Yeah. Like, I've met so many great people off the internet. And some of them I haven't, still haven't even met them in real life. So it, it's wild, the power of social media, honestly. So speaking of that, I want to give you an opportunity just to introduce yourself and well, I know you and yes. my family knows you. Yes. Tell us all about Kaylee. What got you started? What are you up to now? Yes. What's your so, sign? What's your pronouns? Uh, like, hit me with um, it. I'm Kaylee. <laughs> her. I'm a Gemini. Yes. Shout out to my Geminis because we're underloved, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I mean, you know, but for people who don't know, I'm a sea lion trainer at Wildlife World Zoo in Arizona, landlocked state here, totally unnormal, unheard of. Um, I've been doing it for six years now, long time, six years in December, feels like it's been two years and also it feels like it's been a lifetime at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, marine mammal training, like most people in this field, is something I've always wanted to do from a wee lass. Um, went to SeaWorld. I was four years old. My mom reminds me of this story. She's like, you told me when you saw the dolphin show, I'm going to do that one day. And Aww. may not be dolphins, but I'm here doing it. Um, I feel like I've always had a passion for marine mammals, especially growing up in Alaska, going to the coast, fishing, seeing orcas and stellar sea lions and sea otters and all the wildlife there. It's just, you know, built the passion within me. And yeah, that's like my whole life story. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a transition. I love how you just like skipped over the fact that you moved literally across the United States. Yeah, you went from miles. one climate to a completely different climate. Like Alaska yeah. to Arizona is 
as opposite as you can get. Yeah, so many what? people ask, like, why did you move to Arizona? And it's like, because it's not cold. Well, there you <laughs> go. Know, Alaska is cold nine months out of the year. Arizona is extremely hot four months out of the year. So I'd rather deal with extreme heat for a shorter amount of time than extreme cold. That That's yeah. fair. And mm -hmm. the crazy thing is too, is while there's both sea lions mm -hmm. in those locations, there's not the same type of sea lions. So Correct. do you think that you are more attached to California sea lions that you work with or? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have stories of stellar sea lions. Um, they're kind of scary. I mean, I know mm. people work with them. They're pretty cool. See, they're out in the wild, though, are a little, little intimidating. A little different. They're, they're like 3,000 pounds. Yeah. California sea lions are like 700 pounds. <laughs> a little different. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, the difference is pretty crazy, but yes, California sea lions have my heart. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were applying to internships as you're starting your career, did yeah. you know that you wanted to go somewhere warm? What was your thought process? Was Arizona just like always in your mind or? Not really. So my journey's a lot different than other people in this field. Um, never went to college. I've never done an internship. Um, I moved here after I graduated high school with my family, with my mom, my stepdad, and my sister and her little family. So they're here. But then, you know, I had to find work to help parents with rent because, you yeah. know, we all were in the same house. It was, it was a lot. Um, and we kept passing by signs for the zoo. And my mom was like, well, let's go see what's up. You know, we had, I had no idea that zoo existed when I first moved here. Yeah. And so we went, I asked to apply just, I don't know. I was like, it's a job. I don't really know what's going to happen. And they're like, oh, well, we only do, you know, hiring for our volunteer pools. And I was like, okay, well, I'll volunteer then. And I started out volunteering for like two days. And in my volunteer interview, they were like, you know, are you looking for work? And I was like, absolutely. And as a young adult who didn't have any other commitments and they were about to go into their busy season, I got hired on on rides and in the gift shop. And by chance, talking to one of the gift shop ladies one day, I was like, yeah, I really want to be a marine mammal trainer. That's my goal. And she's like, why aren't you volunteering in the sea lion department? And I was like, you guys have sea lions? You're like, excuse me, what? I, know. I was like, wait, what? There's sea lions here? I had never been to the zoo. I just like randomly saw the signs and, you know, went to fly. Wow. I know. And so I was volunteering with them for about two months and the gates opened up. There was a position and I got hired on after that. And it was really cool. It was really fast and it just felt like fate brought yeah. me there because... Every, everything fell. It was like a domino effect, you know, all fell into place and it was, it was incredible. Well, and it goes to show you just when you open yourself up to the possibilities and opportunities and yeah. are just a decent, hardworking human being with no alternate motives. Like, yeah, I, I'm sure knowing you going into that job, working with the rides or working in the gift shop, mm -hmm. you weren't doing it with the idea of like, Ooh, I'm going to leave soon and get a better job. You're just trying to help provide for your family and yeah, it was look just, at the reward out of that I know it was so cool I never even when I first applied like thought that I would find my dream job in the middle of 
the desert, you know? And it was just so cool to see, cause even on the rides, before I even knew that they had sea lions, I was like, this is cool. I get to see animals over here and this and that. And it was so cool to just even work on the rides at a zoo, you know? Yeah, just to be surrounded by that. Yes, just be outside with the animals. I love that. But it hasn't all been sunshine and rainbows, right? Six years. I feel like six years in the field, you, the field has drastically changed in those six six years. I'm sure your facilities changed. The animals have trained, changed. The staff has changed. That's a lot to transition through, especially someone who hadn't had previous internships to kind of know what you were getting yourself into. Absolutely. Yeah. When I started, we had three California sea lions and an African fish eagle. Mm. I, in that six years, went through my first relationship building with an animal and losing my first animal Mm. and gaining three more animals, having three pups born, going through the births of California sea lion pups, the weaning process, the beginning of training, watching the three that I started with, going from what, you know, I barely started doing with them to what they're doing now. It's just, it's grown so much. The animals have grown so much. I've grown so Mm -hmm. much. (laughs) Some of the things I look back on and I'm like, what was I Thank you. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. Well, that brings me to my next question. When you, you know, pitched coming on the show and yeah. talking about different conversations, you really honed in about work-life balance mm-hmm. and prioritizing your mental health. Yeah. And personally, like I said, my family and I visited you back in April yeah. when we were doing our little Arizona extravaganza. And my parents have seen every job I've worked at. Mm-hmm. And when they met you and saw the staff, they were like, oh my God, there's just two staff members here and a bunch <laughs> of interns. And they were blown away. And my mom was like, Amanda, you constantly talk about being understaffed, but your staff was like 20 times that. Oh my God. And I remember her kept asking you, How's your mental health, Kaylee? How are things going? Because, yeah. (laughs) And so it does bring up an interesting conversation of how are you balancing that work and the life? Because everyone should have a life outside of work, you know? Yeah. Staffing is one of the things that's changed drastically over the course of my time there. You know, I've gone through two to three management changes. I've gone through like three to four different like set teams that I've had, you know, just high turnover rate. It's Mm -hmm. what comes with the field, unfortunately. Um, But yeah, I've after, I mean, you know this and most people may know this if they already follow me, but if they don't, I got laid off last year. Mm -hmm. And for six months during COVID, you know, I was without a job I was at home and it really put into perspective what I want what I need to prioritize and you know things like that so I've really now being back you know prioritized my family you know asking for time off to spend time with my family 
trying to not feel guilty about <laughs> leaving my job yeah. and my staff members, you know, understaffed. And thankfully, right now I have an extremely supportive group of coworkers that I absolutely love that, I mean, you know what I've gone through the past, you know, year and yeah. they've been so supportive and amazing throughout it all and just, you know, graciously giving me whatever I need and so it's been an easy, you know, easy time to prioritize my mental health and my family and like, you know, having that work-life balance because I can remember back as like a little baby trainer, you mm -hmm. know, wanting to work on all my days off and, you know, missing my job on my days off and like, because you have that passion and you yeah. want to do it and you're excited and it's novel, it's new mm -hmm. and a good thing. And then the longer you are in this field, the more you start to see the bad parts that people don't talk about and parts that we need to change in this community. And that's why I wanted to come on here to, you know, spread more light and to talk about it and to see, to, you know, to help managers especially see what your staff needs and what we need to, you know, grow a better community and a better better life in the animal care community as a whole. It doesn't even matter what you're doing, just all animal care. Mm. Mm. That's so <laughs> powerful and important. And, you know, we've, we've talked about this before in a couple episodes before this, yeah. and there is that compassion fatigue and burnout and yes. even some toxicity in the workplace Absolutely. in this field because Already the people that work with animals have a heart designed to give 110% because mm -hmm. they're sacrificing their body, their hours, their weekends, yes. their holidays, their time with family yeah. in order to take care of these animals. So mm -hmm. we're already programmed to yes. not take care of ourselves. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? It's like our job is to literally provide the best quality care for our animals. Why can't we do that to ourselves? Yes. And that's what's wild to me. And um, when I speak to coworkers and previous coworkers, that's the one thing that no one, we can't wrap our brains around is like yes. we provide doctor's appointments and checkups and medication and yes. behavioral, literal behavioral therapy for these yes. animals. Mm -hmm. Why can't we do that for ourselves? <laughs> Why is it so hard? Is it the pride? Is it the fact that we're so exhausted? We just can't think about one other Absolutely. thing. That's what I, I feel like. It's just the exhaustion from it all. Like you just, you give and you give and you give and you give so much that you don't have anything left to give to yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, like you don't have that time and energy to put into yourself because you're just giving so much to your animals and yep. to your job and your coworkers and your facility and all that. Mm -hmm. So that being said, I know you said this past year, you've been through a lot of life changes, especially yep. with being laid off and what everyone, if they're in the animal field went through and even people outside of the animal field yeah. went through. How have you changed your mindset to try to focus on your mental health a little bit more yeah I mean I've talked to you about this a little bit but I started you know therapy on better mm -hmm. health which was really cool for a little while and then I was like okay this might not be for me so I'm you know, exploring <laughs> more options yeah um, and just 
like reminding myself that I am important and I can't give my best self to my animals without taking care of myself as well. You know, yeah, I can't, if I'm not taking care of myself, how am I supposed to take care of my animals back mm. at work and stuff? It's so important. It's it is. such an important and hard lesson to learn because like you said earlier, you feel selfish yes. to take care <laughs> of yourself. You do. But if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be here. Exactly. You know? Uh (laughs) And that's what's wild, I think, about our culture in general Mm -hmm. is in in order to make sure you're a properly functioning human, you have to be selfish. You have to set boundaries and you have to do that. But why is that a bad thing? <laughs> you know, why? it's like, why is it, why is it looked down upon to take time off to go on vacation with your family or even for yourself? Mm-hmm. And why is it, you know, frowned upon to, you know, set up doctor appointments or therapy appointments that might interfere with your schedule and have to take time off for it, you know? And I feel like it just goes into the toxicity that can be around, you know, it's like exactly what we talked about. You know, if you're not giving all of yourself, then, you know, it's looked down upon. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's just such a negative thing to look at because you have to take care of yourself. You know, it's important. And we all need to be more understanding because you don't know what people are going through at home. Oh, you know, that. So, many people, <laughs> so many people are going through things and not a lot of, you know, coworkers will communicate about that. And you just, you never know what people are going through truly. And people just, it's really important to take care of yourself. Yeah. And I feel like that just boils down to basic human decency and kindness and Absolutely. treating others the way you would want to be treated. And exactly. for a society that shares way too much online, I feel like we don't share the right things. Yeah. And we share so much about, you know, our outfits and our food and what we're up to. And we create this highlight reel, but I found myself personally getting upset when people don't ask me if I seem off or ask me about the hard things. And then I Mm -hmm. remember that, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not really sharing those things. So they can't read my mind. I'm masking it and I'm just, you know, showing the good parts of my life. I've posted things on my Instagram stories before of like, you know, I'm working on myself or this and that. And people respond and they're like, well, you seem like you have it all together. And it's like, (laughs) that's the great part about social media. You see what I want you to see, not what's going on behind the scenes. You know, I'm sure that, you know, either friends from high school or people who just follow me think that my life is sunshine and rainbows. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Turns out it's not, but you know, I'm not going to post all my mental breakdowns on my Instagram. I don't know. That last reel I posted of all my mental breakdowns with my peace sign, I was like, wow, maybe I do have a problem. Oh like- my gosh. I have never related to something so much in my <laughs> life before. And I'm like, is that something we all do? Because I know yeah. I can do that. Like, holy crap. Is that just 
at the last yeah, facility I worked at, time. we we literally had a peace sign gang, and every time one of us was having an awful day, we'd oh, just throw up the peace no. sign, and it was just the universal <laughs> sign of like, this is awful, but we're gonna get through it together, yep. you know? It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we just like drive a tractor down the road across the zoo, like throw up oh the peace sign. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> hey, coping mechanisms. Fine, but it's okay. Oh man. I think this answer is going to be obvious for you, yeah. but what role do you think mental health plays in anyone being successful, regardless if they're in the animal field or not? It plays such a big role. Like you could have everything you ever wanted in life and have terrible mental health and be miserable. But it's like, you know, what, what we talked about, like sharing on social media, you know, people are just going to think that you are all happy and nothing's going wrong, but like your mental health sucks and you're truly unhappy. So in reality, you aren't successful. Like the most successful people are happy and healthy on the inside and then they're happy and healthy on the outside as well. It's such an important thing, no matter what field you're in. Mm -hmm. Mental health is just important as AF. <laughs> it's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> it is so true. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that you wanted to come on and Yay. share about all of that. My last question for you is, do you have any advice for anyone listening that's either been in your position or is currently in your position Again, regardless, I know we talk a lot about the animal field. But I know. <laughs> it, it applies to it applies more to than just. everywhere. It really it does. It, it, yes, it's a really big thing in the animal field. And since I'm in it, it's important to me. Mm -hmm. But it, it's important everywhere, you know. And to anybody who is in a toxic work environment and, you know, they're struggling right now. It's like, put your mental health first, you know. If pushing through it and finding the good in the bad days and, you know, trying to keep going on the path that you're going is what you want to do, then do it. But just remember that those negative people in your life are not worth the, the harm that you're causing inside of your own head. And if you need to leave someplace to find somewhere else to be happy, it's okay to leave it's okay. Mm -hmm. You can find a better place somewhere else. And that's something that I have to remind myself as well. And I've reminded myself before, it's like, if you're unhappy, you can leave. Mm -hmm. Like you have that power to leave and find somewhere else that more helps you, more satisfies you. Yeah. And I think too, tagging onto that is speak yeah. up because yes. it, one thing I found out personally, mm -hmm. I had seen this trend of trainers leaving the field, yeah. but when it came time for their exit interview or for yeah. their time to say or give an explanation, they just said, yeah. oh, it's not for me or, oh, I'm just ready to get out or, oh, I don't care anymore. I'm out. And yeah. I think it's really important. Again, it's not for everyone to stay in that environment, yeah. but try and make it better for the next person. Yes. 
Try and make it better in any way you possibly can, whether that's telling the complete truth in your exit interview Mm -hmm. or if your managers are supportive, like thankfully mine is, you know, talk to your managers, let them know that there are issues going on and work with them to find solutions or at least just bring awareness to the situations because when the right people are aware of it, then, you know, solutions can be made. Mm -hmm. And that's what's important is just finding ways either with other people to deal with it or with, you know, you know, collaborating with them to make it a better place. Oh, I love that. (laughs) I love it. You're so wise. So wise. (laughs) You're not much younger than me, but you know, I think of myself as an old lady compared to you and you're so wise, Kaylee. (laughs) Just so insightful. You know, because I did, I started in this field when I was 18 years old. So, you know, I'm 24 now. I feel like I had to grow up really quickly and I have gone through a lot a lot in my early 20s that most people don't go through until their late 20s early 30s and mm-hmm. stuff and I'm like ha, already been there done that hey. so <laughs> <laughs> but how awesome for you to have it figured out now because so me at 24 I thought I had it figured out but I was just like playing the game in the hamster wheel <laughs> and little did yeah. I know that like in two years my entire world was about to just like be shattered you know and so how great for you you literally have your entire life ahead of you like you really do and if you decide that you want to stay on this path if you want to try something Mm -hmm. else you've got it figured out now at 24 instead of like almost 29 like me (laughs) (laughs) you have it figured out you are on the right path you are dude you're where you're supposed to be it's, it it's takes a process. you a while to get there, but like you get there eventually, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's important too. Like I talked about in a previous episode that yeah. everyone's on their own time zone and Absolutely. you and I, I was only in the field five years. You've been in the field longer than me, but look at our experiences. They're different. It doesn't mean that one is better than the other. Yeah. You know, I struggled at my internships and how Mm -hmm. awesome that you are able to get into a company that values and appreciates you and be close to family and yeah you know like it's just amazing so grateful for my little facility you know I hear honestly horror stories Mm -hmm. about you know the struggles of being in a big corporate environment and all the you know hoops you gotta jump through to do different things and this and that and where I was already working on voluntary blood draws and I had only been working there for three years and I'm already helping with pups and birth and weaning and all that without any, you know, prior experience to it. So and very it's, grateful. it's just proof that there's not one way to do something. Yes. That everyone like, has their own path. Yes. And I feel like that especially in the animal care field is something that people need to be more accepting of it's not all like bust your butt doing internships finally get in and you know this and that like there is more than one way to start your journey in this field and each way is important and Mm. it's accepted and valid and that's something I've ran into is like 
some people find out that I've never done internships or I've never been to college and they think that I'm not worthy enough to be where I'm at. And nope. I'm like, I have put in my time, my hard work and my dedication to this field just as much as everybody else. Like mm -hmm. I, I deserve to be here. I have worked hard. You do <laughs> girl. Hard. You do. And don't, don't let anyone tell you different. Or I'll come for them. <laughs> I'll come for them. Yes, everybody watch out. <laughs> hey, no, I'm I, I kidding. You spend way more time in the gym than me. And <laughs> you're way more in shape than I am. I love it. I love it. I love all your stories about your I gym and your gym. new workout outfits that you purchase. Dude, and <laughs> I love the gym. The gym has become like a form of therapy for me, to be honest. It's like, awesome. It's a way to get out any anger, frustration, you know, mm. by lifting weights or, you know, just have fun, listen to good music and I get to better myself physically and mentally and my goal is to just get strong enough to like push men around because hey. <laughs> in a society that's working on, you know, women climbing up to the top, I'm like, yes, I got yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Kaylee, I love it. I love you. You're I love amazing. You. Y'all. Excited. So happy. Well, thank you so much for sharing your heart and your story and just giving insight again on such an important topic. I yeah. can't talk about this topic enough. Clearly. I know. <laughs> I, ever since you started the ball rolling, I'm like, I can't stop talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep the ball rolling. Gotta keep you know, sharing the good and the bad and just either, you know, helping other, you know, future trainers figure out, you know, the best way to navigate their way yeah. in this field and for existing trainers and people in general to like navigate their environments and make it better for themselves because, you know, as selfish as it is, you matter and put yourself first. Always. Word. Always. That, that's it. That's all that needs to be said. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee with the tagline. Oh, <laughs> hey. Well, I do want to give you an opportunity to share where people can find you. So any social media accounts that you want to throw out there, or if you know you want them to go on a treasure hunt and find you, they can yeah. because you've been featured on my page and takeovers <laughs> and all that yeah. fun stuff. Well, I'll make it easy because I mean, <laughs> it's it's I'm it's a little hard sometimes. Just Instagram, that's what I mainly use, and it's at Kaylee underscore Ennis, but my name is spelled really weird, so it's K A E L I underscore I N N E S. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> and I will link that in the episode notes. They can just yeah, go directly say. to it. <laughs> I Thanks love the spelling of your me, name. Uh, random. <laughs> yeah, I was like, thanks, mom. <laughs> thanks. Hey, I, yeah. I think it's awesome and unique. Thank you for listening to yet another amazing conversation started here on Sunshine and Rainbows podcast. Each week, I'm literally blown away by the voices and stories shared here. The goal is to amplify others' experiences in hopes that someone listening out there feels that much less alone. Thank you again to Kaylee for not only sharing her story about her own mental health journey with us, but also for spreading such a powerful message of really prioritizing yourself before pouring into others. If you loved this episode or any previous one, I hope you'll take a second to share it to a bestie or even tell us on social media. I love reading your reviews online 
especially on the podcast hosting platforms. It really does make a difference in helping us get these important conversations out to the world. Well, that's all we have for you this week. I'll see you next time, besties.